when we went when we went on that hike the other day and we stopped at the gas station, I spent thirty something dollars on on like ten gallons of fuel, more than that actually, and I'm wondering to myself like, how high will gas get before people are like, you know what, I'm just gonna stay my ass home and not drive in anymore or not drive to anywhere. I think there'll be massive layoffs before it reaches you think that so? point. Ah, oh, that's true. Well, it's already starting. So, yeah. Speaking of starting, let's go. You're fired. Get out of here. Welcome back to Shit Talking Got Me Fired. Thanks for coming back. Hopefully, Thanks y'all are back. still employed, at least for now. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I should no. hit the ha I think, uh, well, we were just talking about this. It's, you know, I guess a, a good way to, to figure out if, if you're going to stay gainfully employed or not is what? If your company's making a profit or has continuously made profit? <clears throat> is that correct? If, well, I think. You know, I don't want to like just totally steal the the guy's thing, but uh, Reventure Consulting on YouTube, mm-hmm. um, this nice bald man. Is that mean to say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's how we internally refer to him because Peter's never going to remember any channel names. But um, <laughs> uh, if you're interested in, in um, what's happening economically, he has some really good he's videos really, on like the housing crisis, yeah. crisis and, and that kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, I was watching one of his videos earlier this week and he's basically saying that, yeah, professional services, the types that you were able to work from home, they saw massive like, um, increase in the number of employees during, you know, COVID time and all this kind of stuff. And so they're going to see the decreases and a lot of these tech companies like Uber and Twitter and all this stuff like, like Twitter lost $411 million last year. That's insane. Like, like, well, I didn't know they had 411. Like, what are they making? They don't. I mean, that's got to be like debt or something. But that's why when Elon said he tweeted out earlier this week, I think it was, or maybe it was last week. I can't even remember Mm -hmm. that uh, if he, when, when, or if, or whatever he takes over Twitter, he's going to cut 75% of the staff. People were freaking out like he's some evil, like, you know, like, yeah, you know, Dr. Evil over here trying to destroy people's lives. It's like they're 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 losing a yeah, massive amount of money. They cannot hemorrhaging. afford to keep people employed. And just a few years ago when they right. had, you know, half as many staff members, they were making about 400 million a year. Right. So they don't really. Yeah. It's- you know, a lot of these companies are going to go down and. And um, so the Reventure Consulting guy said, I can't remember his name. I think it's like Nick or something like that. I feel mm-hmm. bad, but whatever. You, you can shout out his channel is more important probably. But um, <laughs> he was saying that like hospitalities, restaurants, those are still yeah. like have help wanted signs in the windows. Those are probably going to do pretty well during the recession. Like they're not going to see massive layoffs and all that kind of stuff. It's these so, tech companies that, especially if your company is losing money right now, like you should be able to answer, is your company earning a profit or not? Yeah, and yeah, if the yeah. answer is no, or honestly, uh, I'd be a little worried. If 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 you don't know, that's probably also a concern. Because if you don't know, chances are they're barely making it by. Well, You'd I guess know. if it's a private company or something, you may not. Like if it's a publicly traded company, it's easy to tell because that's yeah. that's all public, public information. information. You can find it really easily. Yeah. If it's private, I'm not sure. Right. I assume they would still like be letting them know somehow. I would think during like earnings reports and internal. Well, I don't know. They may if they do that. If they even do that, yeah publicly there's requirements for it so they usually have that but i guess intern like you should still even if you weren't i guess i've never worked for a company that wasn't publicly traded I, so i wouldn't know have you i did yeah did, did they do they quarterly did, reports they would do quarter, earning reports? they would do quarterly reports that they would do yeah it was like an all hands call okay, so you did know if you're making money so, or not. i mean but we were going based on what they you know what i mean like there's no well, i mean i don't think they're gonna they're not yeah they're, it was a big enough company they still have they to lie. report it legally yeah, yeah, you know true. what i mean that's like true. just because it's not publicly they still have to like do that's taxes true. and shit you that's know that's true yeah, so so either way, you know, but I mean, so what, yeah, anyway, you know, what you're, you're, <laughs> so what you're saying is, is if you got a job recently in the IT sector, and what I'm your saying is, we are money, not a financial podcast and we will not be offering any financial advice. <laughs> what you're saying is, is that maybe we should go learn how to be bartenders in the event things go to, no, I don't know. I'm just saying, you said hospitality and dining, right? Was that what you said? Yeah, like restaurants. Which, if you think about, it, like we still go to places and they still have help one oh, yeah. We just went to that, like uh, the chicken place the other day or whatever that you got the chicken at, yeah. and they had a like a they had like a help one sign. It was like every single role. It oh, was yeah. like assistant Assist- manager, yeah. lead manager, like shift right. manager, Cooks, like team members, team works. It's like yeah. everything. So they're still like hiring like crazy. So there's just been like a labor shortage in that like field for a while and if you think about it if all these like tech companies are increasing their hiring and now they instead of needing you know two thousand people they now need ten thousand people Mm -hmm. well they're gonna have to hire people that maybe don't meet this this you know the highest requirements because they're trying to feel you know they 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 think people can learn on the job they can have on the job training all that kind of stuff but when they're cutting that then from 10 back to two or even to five 
Well, now all these people who are, you know, the the qualifications to hire are going to get stricter. Yeah. Because now instead of hiring 10 people, they're only hiring five or two people. Right. So they're going to pick the best of the best. You know what right, I mean? So right, if you right. before could get a job at one of these big tech companies, now maybe you've got some experience, but not enough to beat out all these other candidates. So you don't have a choice but to go back to like the restaurant industry right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whereas before... It's like that was the the highest your skill or expertise or experience, whatever related to was going to be, you know, work at the restaurant or whatever. But because there were so many openings in these big tech companies, you were able to like squeeze your way in the door. Well, I think that's that kind of solves the, you know, where did all the workers go? You know, and and I think I guess I, so maybe I think uh, not to shout, not to continue shouting out other YouTubers, but uneducated economist. He's much smaller. He did a, he did a great section on this. He's like his theory was a few months back was that yeah you have these companies that exploded overnight mm-hmm. in in during COVID, and all of a sudden these people that and no no offense nothing. You know, all but all these like, you know, for example, cashiers at Home Depot or whatever, you know, all of a sudden they're getting jobs over at Cisco and IBM is like, you know, business analysts or whatever. And it's like, well, you know, that those jobs are eventually going to have to be removed because there was a a, there was this. Well, there was a huge huge demand surge because basically everyone was sent home and then sent a bunch of money. Right. And it was like, well, what do we, you know, you had excess time and excess money. So there was huge demand for everything, especially like at home products and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they, it kind of artificially inflated the demand. Yes. And then people, we talked about this, I think before on, and I, think I don't know if did. it was on the podcast or off the podcast, but then other companies would like, because there'd be such long wait times for everything. Cause there was massive supply chain issues. Cause like yes. sending things to and from countries during a global pandemic isn't easy. It's so, a little tough. It's so a then tough. they would order extra because they would know that like, Oh, it's going to take six months. Yes. So then they artificially inflated the demand yes. even more. Yes. And then we had massive supply issues, massive, you know, issues there. And that's why all these companies hired a bunch of people because they thought the demand was all the way, you know, up here. Right. And it turns mm-hmm. out the real demand's down here. And, and now that we're going to face a recession slash already in a recession, the demand's going to fall even lower. Right. Well, that's what happened with, that, exactly. I, you saw it in everything. And, and one of the examples I saw was lumber specifically. Like lumber yeah, was, lumber prices lumber, are down. that was why lumber skyrocketed so anyways not to get into something mm-hmm. we probably already talked about if you're curious yeah. about this shoot us a note or send us a message on instagram and let us know that you want us to talk about the the uh this topic we can talk but, about it a little bit because um i did see some stuff about it so okay. there was this one article that i thought was kind of funny mm-hmm. um called seven ways because remember they've been saying there's no recession we're not in a recession yeah, there's no recession we're that, not in a recession okay. Well, the, now the narrative has shifted to a recession is good. In fact, there was this one article that like, what was the called fuck are you Seven about? Ways a Recession is is uh, Could Be Good for You Financially. So now if it's, it was the same thing with inflation. Remember, it was all there is no inflation. Inflation is transitory. There is no inflation. And then it became inflation is a good thing. Inflation is a good thing. Right. And then it became it's your fault that there's inflation. It's Putin's fault that there's inflation. So it's like, wait, is inflation bad now? And yeah. then the same thing's happening with the recession. First, it was deny, deny, deny. Now it's trying spin, 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 yeah, spin, yeah, spin, yeah. and soon it's going to be uh, all your fault. So get ready for that. But um, there's so this person, I think it was an MSNBC or Washington Post, sorry, Washington Post article mm-hmm. from earlier <laughs> from last week, I think it was seven ways a recession could be good for you financially. And I thought it might be fun to go through the ways and right, explain, <clears throat> see if they're actually good for us or not. You know what I mean? Okay. Are we should we be excited about the recession? You know, the potential next great depression, you know, oh, worse I'm, than 20. Two, right. or sorry worse than 2008 is this a good thing you know what I mean? and, and you know what the craziest part was? To before be before we get mm-hmm. into this because i know we're gonna make jokes and whatnot like i was talking with a coworker recently that i was like you know when the recession started in like 2007 2008 i was going into college right mm-hmm. and people were saying oh this is a great time to go to school like when you come out there's gonna be jobs and everything is gonna be great but what a lot of people well what we come to what we came to find out was is 2008 wasn't the bottom that was just kind of the start we mm-hmm. the bottom wasn't until like 2011 2012 in and terms then, of unemployment everything yeah unemployment the, the well, not in terms of everything what do you mean you can't say in terms of everything well, not, <laughs> y- yeah sorry so so anyways uh, it's funny that like anyways I, I don't mean to derail the conversation too much but um that's fine i just thought it might be funny to go through this yeah, little let's, yeah let's a little do comic it let's do it. relief instead of talking about how we're going to war which by the way we yeah, did yeah, yeah, yeah. Troops, I, i'm so curious we'll later, i'm curious and, and uh I'm okay so number one on the list she had was uh this is uh article washington post michelle singletary 
I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. She doesn't need a shout out. Uh, number one, housing prices may finally come down to reasonable levels. Okay. Well, if you bought a home in the recent years You're or fucked. if you, you took out an equity loan, you'll be you underwater. are about to get fucked. You're going to be either underwater okay. in your home or if you took extra equity loans, because a lot of people do that, home yeah. equity loans to do repairs, especially during a global lockdown when you're stuck in your home. A lot of people took additional home equity loans in order to do repairs or right. improve their house, you know, add a little addition, upgrade the wood floors or do a right, little balcony right, right. on the back. Okay. A lot of people did that because they were stuck at home. Well, now that your home is going to drop in price, you know what I mean? That's crazy to so think about. So that's bad. So if you're a new buyer or if you've been sitting on the sidelines waiting for a home, sure, things will get better. But if you bought recently, then this is kind of a, your fox. <laughs> yeah. Now that, I, now that I'm thinking about it, because I feel like people were buying, like gobbling up homes. And a during lot the, the, of people bought recently. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, and that's it was the big a, problem. A super over, like there's a lot of areas on the East and West Coast and even the Midwest that are super inflated. Like that's... I, I, I mean, she's clearly trying to spin it, and that's a good thing. But again, yeah, people so are going to be really fucked. For someone who's been waiting to buy a home. Oh, yeah. And again, it's not going to, the bottom isn't going to be as soon as you think. It, it, you know, it may take, like you said, a couple uh, years for it to actually hit the bottom. But mm -hmm. if you uh, are looking, or if you're going to buy a home in the next, like, three years, then yeah, prices are going to start coming down. But if you bought a home in the last three years, you're probably not excited about that number one. That's not a good thing yeah. for you. So that, that that one I'll give a 50-50. It would have been. Could be a good thing. Could be a right. bad thing. Depends on who you are. Right. The best, the uh, before we get into the next point, the mm -hmm. best thing would have been to buy like three or four years ago and then sell at the height during. And uh, then what? And then I guess you just. Because rents went up too. Rents went up too. Yeah, you're kind of fucked. So mm. depending on how long, you would really have to do some serious math to figure out how much you s threw away on rent that could have been equity in your home if you would have right, made it whatever, right, you know right, what I mean right, right. Uh, number two saving rates are up okay that's because the Fed has raised the federal fund yeah, rate yeah, yeah. makes money or thing so again saving rates are up well if you're the typical American you keep your money in it, just a standard bank saving and checking account right. which earns you like 0.001% yeah so it's not, a, it's not even 1%. they're not up for you if you're in a high yield savings account they're up but the minute the recession starts to hit, the Fed will flip and they will start reducing the interest rate right. to fight the deflationary pressures that they have right, created. Right, right. So that's going to go down too. So again, if you have high yield savings account, you're probably getting some good, you know, two, three percent uh, returns 3 on your cash. Let me know what account you use. I feel like I've been seeing like two, two and a half. I've seen two and a half. Yeah. But anyways. Well, Sorry. they're going to keep raising the rates through, they said, until 2024. So you may be seeing 3 maybe even 4% on your accounts. Mm. But again, inflation is at a 40-year high of 14%. So even if you're earning 3% on your money, right. you're still losing money. You're still losing value yeah. on that money. Mm -hmm. So it does not really matter if your saving rates are up. You're still losing value because now everything else is up. The price of food is up 14%. Right. So. Who gives a fuck if you're getting 3% of your money? You know what right, I mean? Right, Better than right. nothing, but not not exactly a positive. Yeah. Not exactly something I would say is financially good for you. <laughs> uh, number three, I-bonds inflation rate might go even higher. Again, that's related to the federal fund rate. Yeah. That's like if you give your money away to the government for in a treasury bond, then you can earn an interest back. And again, these interest rates are still less than inflation, which right, is a pretty year high. So you're still losing money on this. Um and also, the whole bond market is fucked up right now. The bonds are down and the stocks are down, which like never happens. That They're usually, usually inverse. Yeah, I was gonna say usually so, bonds are up during when when the stock market's down. So yeah, I would just oh, uh, we're just gonna skip past the bond yeah. market because honestly, m most of bonds, I feel like people aren't really into bonds. No, but I guess you should be, especially if you're older. They, you know, the whole like sixty forty idea of like sixty stocks, forty bonds yeah. is like supposed to be the like perfect cocktail of investing because usually when stocks go down, bonds are up, and when bonds are down, stocks are up. But yeah, in this yeah. case, both are down. So, sure, the rates might go up. So if you're looking to buy bonds soon, I guess you're good. But if you're already in the bond market, right, you're getting kind of fucked. Especially right. if you did that sixty forty split that is like notorious or not notorious, but like famous, you know, promoted. Yes, 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 so. yes. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not sure if I would, again, call that something good financially for you. I guess if you're looking for a place to put your money, maybe look at bonds. Not financial advice. Not going to recommend anything. Yeah, I'd do some research. Uh, uh, number four, the dollar is king. The dollar ain't worth shit, man. The, the, the reason for they said this is if you have plans to travel overseas, your dollar may go a lot further. 
Well, because everyone travels overseas during a right, recession. Right. Like, what bitch are you talking what about? Like, travel like, prices are up like fifty percent. That's cool. Like, nobody's doing that. Like, your dollar might go a little further. Okay, so I guess if there's any percentage of you that plan on traveling overseas in the next little bit, then this is a win for you. But for the rest of us, I would not say this is financially good for us. Yeah, I, well, I, pretty unaffected by whether or not my dollar goes further overseas. People are, you know, it's one thing like it's already like, oh, do we take vacation during a recession? And then it's like, well, you know, are we driving six hours to the beach well, for a week, or are we Hotel going across prices, the fucking? Flights are crazy up. Also, yeah. there's been like a lot of like boycotts, protests, all that kind of stuff happening and yeah. like staffing. They, another industry that's had a lot of staffing issues that's mostly because they mandated the jab and then everyone mm-hmm. was like, fuck that, I'm out. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> but another industry that's had major staffing issues. So like yeah. it's it's tough to fly. You're, you're, you have a high chance of your flight getting canceled. Right. Yeah. So again, I don't know if I'd cut that one financially good for us, but uh, number five, unemployment is still relatively low. Hmm. Well, that's going to change soon. <laughs> There's already a lot of massive tech companies that have either done hiring freezes or even starting to do layoffs. Yeah. And you're only going to see more of that. I mean, a lot of these companies are not earning a profit. Uh, Elon Musk just made waves um, this last week or two because he said that uh, if or when or whatever he takes over Twitter, he's going to lay off 75% of the staff. Yeah. People go up in arms about it. Oh, yeah. Twitter lost $411 million last year. Yeah, you ain't making any money. <laughs> like, no wonder Like no wonder they're going to lay and people off. And just a off. few years prior, when their staff was half as much as it is now, they made $400 million. Yeah, so, so it's, it's been like been you're a, just adding people and you're not earning anything more. So clearly, let's go back to when we had less people, more making money. It's clearly like there's clearly an expense problem, and mm-hmm. it's it's so funny when people get all up in arms about this, like shit like this, because it's like, do you not realize that the company is hemorrhaging money? Like what? What you're losing money? So where, there's going to be the, layoffs, and if yeah. you're and did we say this already? If your company's oh we did right, the yeah. revenge consulting, yeah, like we've already said there's going to be layoffs. So yeah, just because yeah, yeah. it's. And I like that she didn't say low. She said still relatively low. Yeah, this lady's really trying to spin it. Uh, You're going to love this one. Six, your used car is worth more. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it will be, but no one's going to buy it. That's the thing. Here's the thing. Used car and truck prices jumped 7.8% according to the latest data from U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Unfortunately, new car prices are, were up 10% from a year ago. Yeah. So if you're trying to like trade in your car to get a new car, well, the used car prices went up just as much as your car did. So you're not going to, it's a net zero yeah, there. You don't, and you if you're don't trying to anything. trade from a used to a new, well, that's still a loss because yeah, the new car is up 10%. Your, your used is only up 7.8%. The only so, way, the only way you benefit from that is if you have a bunch of extra cars and you can afford to get rid of a couple of them. Oh that's yeah. It. Cause everyone just has extra cars laying around well, ready, ex- just waiting to sell. Exactly. I mean, that's, that's kind okay, of Okay. So if you're one of those few people that's got extra cars waiting to sell, go ahead and sell those now right. and this will be financially good for you. Otherwise, if you're just a regular person who drives your car, right. then uh, this is pretty, this you has can, no effect just, on just you. Just throw this in the trash can. Just throw this in the trash. This is not financially good for you. Yeah. And then seven, last on the list, you're going to love this one. Student loan forgiveness is coming. You know. First of all, I keep seeing- the article was titled, Seven Ways a Recession Could Be Good for You Financially. What the fuck does student loan forgiveness have to do with a recession? Nothing, know. bitch. You just threw that one in there because you couldn't even think of seven things. Yeah. You picked the number seven. You could have done six things. You could have done five things. You picked seven. Yeah. And then, you know, there's all these, this, the, it was just like, just, uh, was it just today or was it just yesterday? Just recently, the federal, the circuit court. Oh, yes. They, they, they tried to, they, they tried shut to block it, it, right? They did block oh, it. Oh, they did block it. Mm-hmm. They did oh. block it. And, um, so Biden still, or I guess the administration, not, not him personally, whatever, yeah. they apparently still sent out, they still have the form open. They said that the yeah. the court's decision does not prevent people from still applying and for right. them from still reviewing it. They just can't pay anyone can't yet. Pay anyone so they're it. basically still trying to pretend and convince you, the voter, that this is still happening. Please oh. apply. Please apply so we can review. But the court has already said, no, you you don't have the power to do this. This is super unconstitutional, which we said when he fucking said he was going to do this. Yeah. So uh, we already know that this is likely yeah. not going to happen. It's probably not going to happen. Um, it's basically just an empty campaign promise to say, hey, look, the yeah. Democrats are forgiving your student loans. And they're going to keep oh, the application open and keep saying they're reviewing it until after the midterms. And then they're going to say, oh, actually, the courts say we can't do this. So just, Sorry. just 
They, they won't Forget even say it. anything, actually. They'll just they'll take just, down the website. They'll just take it down. And it'll never be spoken of again. You'll be like, hey, where's you'll, my 10K? Never happened. You'll have to, yeah. I mean, what's going to happen is, is you're going to have to find out the hard way. You know, people are going to find out, you know, via their friends or something like that. It's not going to be some big, like, every uh, hey, it's official. You know, it's not going to be on the front page of no, the No, they're not going to say shit. They're just going to let it quietly go away. So, yeah, number seven has nothing to do with the recession. Yeah. Uh, if you have a student loan, I guess you can still pretend that you're going to get 10k to I you but you, on it. at this point i wouldn't hold your breath too tight uh, i, would I wouldn't still... have held your breath too tight at all but yeah uh yeah so that was the seven ways a recession is financially good for you and i think we said um maybe half of one was good <laughs> yeah so you know that's the spin you'll be seeing from people and what? i guarantee you in like two three weeks from now it'll be uh how you caused the recession <laughs> oh yeah and gonna... why you're evil for doing so <laughs> yeah they're gonna they're or I... whoever they decide to blame it's usually the people i'm curious who they're <clears throat> what what class or what area of people they're gonna blame for the recession are they gonna blame the rich the people that own companies are they gonna blame the middle class are they gonna blame people for not investing enough money or investing all their money you know what i mean like i'm curious how mm-hmm. they'll spin it uh, I mean, I've already seen some articles about how, like, your fear of a recession is causing a recession. And, like, it's like, well, yeah, Jerome Powell wants that. They want the deflationary pressure to fight yeah. inflation. So, like, he is trying to drive fear, but that's not his fault. Uh, but the reason we have such high inflation is because of government spending. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, f- I don't understand how we keep sending billions of dollars to, uh, to fight a war. It's when- so funny because, um, I don't know if you remember, but... Um, Elon Musk, a long time ago, people were like, he's worth six billion or whatever, or something, something. I know that. what you're going to say. And they were saying, yeah. you could end world hunger. Why aren't you doing that? And he literally like tweeted back at someone and said, if you tell me what to do with the money to end world hunger, I'll do it right now. Yeah. And they were like, oh, well, I didn't mean like literally. And it's like, uh, okay, so you don't, so you no. Don't have a plan. And yet here the government is, they, we spent over 50 billion right. on Ukraine. And we still have nobody saying, models. hey, why don't you solve world hunger? Instead right. of fucking helping Ukraine. How fucking ironic is that? How ironic is that? That people were kicking and screaming when, when the ultimate Chad, Elon Musk, isn't sending, you know, spending money that, and apparently no one has a plan to solve world hunger or homelessness yeah. or, or violence in inner cities. Like, oh, you don't got a plan for that, but you certainly can afford to spend, what was it, 50 billion? 50 billion? Over even? 50 billion. I think it's, uh, I think the number's up to 55 billion, but like, I don't know. They send more every day, so that might be like, a, by the time you hear this, it might be higher than that. Like, where the <laughs> fuck is this money coming from? They're printing more. That's why inflation is so where high. Where the fuck is this money coming that's from? That's why inflation is so high, because they're printing more. Because, th- I mean, that's what they've done. That That's what happened with the American Rescue Plan. So that was the COVID relief, the stimulus checks. That was $1.85 trillion for the American Rescue Plan. That was the stimulus checks and all the other COVID relief stuff. Then there was the quote-unquote infrastructure stuff, yeah. which had nothing to do with infrastructure. That was $370 billion. So it's like $370 billion. You could have solved world hunger like 100 times over. Yeah, what the fuck's the problem? Why do we still got <laughs> like, this problem? You know what I mean? According to, you know, the Twitter, so... Yeah. Yeah, and he's done a bunch of like executive orders that they estimate that's like a, over 150 billion in executive orders. There was the Chips Act, which remember the semiconductors how oh, yeah. they went to, ta- to uh, Pelosi went to Taiwan and then her son apparently works with like the chip company or some yeah, yeah, some yeah, crazy yeah. shit there. That was 80 billion for the Chips Act. Oh my god. Uh, we spent dude. over 55 billion uh to Ukraine. The student debt relief and repayment stuff, they estimate that would be 750 billion. If like, that where happens is or this not, money coming from exactly the money ain't there. That's why inflation is so high. We're just giving money to everybody. And Jerome Powell can raise the rate to whatever he wants if they keep printing billions and billions and trillions of dollars to just hand over to Ukraine or or Taiwan if China invades them. Then like, if inflation ain't gonna get better. <laughs> this this is this needs to like things the whole tribalism thing with the democrats versus republicans needs to end and i think the american people need to come to the fucking final agreement that there's a spending problem here and they don't give a fuck about us they don't give a fuck about you me what we believe in none of that fucking matters well to i them. think it has because early voting uh like polls have shown that that, that there is a red wave coming oh yeah i saw that, something recently you know other polls <clears throat> leading up to this have said that like the top issue for americans is inflation, is inflation and, and, and the economy and, mm-hmm. so you know if you're looking at that you're not voting democrat no if inflation is your top issue or any economic issue is your top issue you're not voting democrat 
Yeah. So I, I think that you're going to see that. I mean, even freaking AOC, who was thought to be untouchable, she's got like, we talked about like, I think we talked about last week how like the, the people were calling her a warmonger. Oh, and then yeah. there was another one where they were chanting like AOC has got to go. And she's like dancing on the stage to it. And it's like, whoa, way to feel like what? Oh, that's what that was about? Yes. They were the, chanting. She was like, ah, ah, ah. Like she was having no, no, like no. a mental breakdown on no, no, stage, no. right? No, 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 ah, no, not that at all. No, 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 not that at all. She was literally like, she was sitting on the end of the stage and they were like they were all in the back like chanting like aoc has got to go and she's like oh. like dancing to it you know what i mean there and like like yeah. yeah aoc has got to go like she was yeah, like yeah, da- yeah, like, yeah. Getting, like you know, mocking like, them kind of in a way just like dancing to it and it's like what yeah. is wrong like the, these the are your constituents these are the people out. you are supposed to serve I didn't yeah. see her freak out, so I have there no was, idea what that was There was, was one where she was like, it, she was clearly on stage with a microphone. She's like, I clearly don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking Like, she was clearly like, she was I having some type that, of so. episode. Uh, I'll have to see if I can find that, too. But yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, things are, the devil. So, it's like, yeah, people are like, you know, and she supposedly has like a strong base. I mean, she thought she was a lock and apparently not. And then also the governor of New York, uh, like uh, Lee, um, he's not the governor, but he's the Republican candidate for governor. He's apparently leading the polls. Oh, so really? that'd be really cool, if, you know. Like yeah. that's like a, the true sign of a red wave when like hard blue states are, are start electing red, you know, governors and represent and representatives, yeah, senators and such. Oh, actually, so, you know what? Maybe what I saw was the the when she was getting heckled. I don't know. I'm trying to find it. it there was but. like a massive crowd in the back of like cold, I guess her event, and she was just dancing to them, chanting that they want to like kick her the fuck out. Yeah, it's like way to be out of t- like. Yeah, yeah. These are the people you're supposed to be serving. Yeah. Like, your job is to represent them, and they fucking hate you, and you think it's funny that they hate you? Right. It's, That's it's so weird. And so I think the Democrats goes, are, are out, bro. So Yeah, I think they are, too. But I wouldn't be surprised if there's some fucking midnight mail ballot bullshit. So, yeah, I know. So <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I, I only learned recently that, like, the sheriff is, like, he is, like, voted in by his constituents. And what I yeah. learned um, was that, like, it's funny. What do you that, mean? There's like a big billboard room when you drive into downtown with the guy for sheriff. That's true. I guess I guess I just never really thought about it. I don't even know it, right? which guy it is. I just know there's a everyone that but, says vote for me for sheriff. But uh and this is with regards to like the the second amendment and that like gun politics and stuff like that and they've kind of there's been this like long like kind of history about like with a lot of states minus like California, New York and shit like that where like a lot of sheriffs are like, you know, I'm here for my constituents and a lot of people mm-hmm. that vote for me are own firearms like why mm-hmm. why would i go be a gun grabber why would i all of a sudden just say fuck these people like these people vote me in they mm-hmm. they they determine whether like and it blows well, my mind like that same mentality should be across the board why is aoc like making a joke and a mockery of her consi- she like, doesn't give a fuck <laughs> they probably think they have it rigged or something like that i mean i don't know i i really don't know but um well uh, actually she ended up tweeting out then that they, she said they were like anti-LGBT or something like that. And that's why she didn't take them seriously. But there's no, like, I didn't see any, the only thing I Just saw video like was them chanting AOC has got to go. So I, like, I didn't see any proof that they were that. Um, apparently somebody, one of them, I guess, did scream out something about there being two genders. So maybe that's what she means. Cause it would be oh. like anti the, yeah. actually is that anti any of that letters? Maybe the, if they were plus, you know? Maybe. But the L, the B, the, you know, those are all yeah, one of the two, right? It's only the non-binary that, like, you oh, what the think fuck? you're not in it, you know? So I'm not sure, but... um, I saw something recently. But, like, it's still, it's like those, what do you mean? It doesn't even matter if they disagree with you. If those are the people who are voting you in or not, those <laughs> right. are the people you are were elected to represent, then, yeah, you better take them seriously. Right. Like, you better sit there what? and listen to what they have to say. and You know, you know. certainly don't, like dance as they're chanting for you to get the fuck out you know what i mean like yeah. that's so weird like yeah. you can you can choose to ignore them then if you if you really thought oh i shouldn't take these people seriously because they're anti-gay even right. though there's no evidence of that so i'm not i'm not I, you know right with a grain of salt take that but you know then just don't listen to them then why are you like yeah i don't know that's weird it was a weird it's clip. it seems if for me i would think that her dancing to it and everything goes to show you that it actually got to her like it was that bad. Mm. Like it, it, it must have fucked her so bad that like she, she, it, she had like a mental reaction to it, and she must have felt so uncomfortable. Like I have to take the pressure off. You know what I mean? Like she can't. I think maybe it. she just for, like she's 
just forgot where she was or something maybe for a second because she, she was just kind of dancing to it she didn't seem like rattled at all Interesting. i don't know anyways <clears throat> anyways 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 <laughs> i didn't mean to, to, to go off no on it's a, fine a i think that the democrats just maybe they just realize they're on their way out and that there's no hope so they're just kind of like enjoying the ride yeah you know or maybe they know that the game is rigged and so they don't really care if people like them or not yeah i feel like at this point it's kind of got to be one or the other because you know all the polling both the both the early voting polling and also the polling based like before that uh has shown that a red wave is coming yeah you know so they just they so know their time is limited maybe they know their time is limited and so they you know they just don't really care what people think or or maybe they the, it's either got to be that or that they know the votes are going to get rigged in their favor and so they don't really care yeah hmm yeah, I mean, it's certain now that you say that, I because didn't think about that. At the same time, you know, the media has always run like you know cover for them, you know, like oh, tackling yeah. cover, you know. Oh yeah. In fact, that just happened again. Um, MSNBC. There was a guy on there who said, who was basically suggesting that like the oil companies and OPEC have have this big conspiracy to keep gas prices high so that way Democrats lose in November, and that we need to resist this by voting in democrats in order to preserve american democracy like what? what he said uh quote we find ourselves in a situation where keeping gas prices low is key to preserving and strengthening the future of our democracy and so here we are hence biden releasing oil from the reserves today so as we know biden's been draining our strategic uh petroleum reserves they're at basically on all-time low i mean uh, like a 40 year uh i think it's since like the 80s when we started like filling it up mm-hmm. there you know if you look at the graph it's basically like a little like plateau it's like yeah. it goes up it stays about level and now it's dropped back down <laughs> like oh we've made God. a nice little table the table could stand with minimal wobbling you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah, 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 yeah. um so this this msnbc guy is basically trying to promote this like great oil conspiracy that like opec and and the saudis and so the oil companies hate the Democrats and they want to destroy American democracy by, you know, by raising gas prices. And so Biden releasing our reserves is actually it's actually strategic and important because it's preserving our democracy. And it's like, no, it's not. It's him trying to manipulate voters yeah. to vote Democrats. That's why he didn't ask the Saudis to maintain oil production. And definitely he asked to maintain it until the midterms. Right. That's the foreign election interference. Not OPEC trying to raise prices to make the Democrats look bad. The Democrats right. are looking bad all on their they own. They already look bad. Yeah. <laughs> they continuously look but bad. But it's crazy that he's basically trying to act like it's this big conspiracy. I mean, you know the meme of like... Um, Charlie from Always Sunny, where he's in front oh, of the yeah, board with the red. Yeah, with the mail. <laughs> that's what I thought of when I yeah, heard this Pepe. guy saying this. <laughs> the Pepe meme. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's the Pepe. Where, meme. Yeah, he, he Pepe Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia. There is no Pepe Sylvia. It's he goes crazy in the mailroom, and, mm-hmm. and he finds this one guy named Pepe. But yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it sounds, it sounds like they're trying to essentially have the Democratic supporters latch on to this conspiracy so that you know they don't lose the votes They're, or I they mean, don't sway towards it it's different like this is the way they've decided to spin this i mean first biden threatened them quid pro, right. quid pro joe we talked about that last week if you missed that and now they're like, okay, well, the Saudis aren't doing what he wants. So let's say it's a massive conspiracy against the Democrats. It's like, no, it's not. Like, it's yeah. just not. You, you know? I know you wish it was. Listen, I'm always down for a good conspiracy. And this just ain't it. No, <laughs> like, no. you know, and it kind of goes along with this lie that the Democrats have been saying that Biden has actually increased American oil production. No, it's not true. No, it's I don't. Not I don't true. understand how that's true when he, the first thing he because did was shut what down they oil do. Pipelines. And Crowder talked about this on his show earlier this week. I forget what day it was. It might have been Monday or something like that. So go mm-hmm. listen to him for like all the data and facts. We'll, we'll give you the little <laughs> snippet here. Go, really listen to a week's worth, go listen to a week's worth of Crowder. No, I think, I think it. it was like Monday or Tuesday. I mean, yeah. the headlines, the title of it is yeah, going to be yeah. something about oil. But um, <laughs> basically what they're doing is they're, they're comparing Biden's first year mm. to Trump's first year. Okay. Well, when Trump first got into office, it was after eight years of Obama-Biden who were crushing the oil industry, just limiting it as much as possible. So obviously when he started, it was low. And you can't just flick a switch and all of a sudden the oil starts flowing like crazy. Right. Like there's hiring. You have to, you know, get the land, oh, get the I mean, leases. Takes, you know what I mean? It takes years to build oil refineries. It, years. It, it, I mean, it, people don't understand that. But that's, yeah, sorry, I mean, continue. and even just to get them up and running, yeah. to get oh, the yeah. staff to do it, even if the refinery is already there. So like... 
if you look at the chart of like U.S. crude oil production over time, you can see it goes up from when Trump took office until until the pandemic, and then it drops off because of the mm-hmm. pandemic. But the, it peaked in the Trump years was in February of 2020, right before COVID, with thirteen thousand or thirteen one hundred thousand barrels per day. And if okay. you look at when from when Biden took office to now, it's only decreased. Right. So right now, the current level as of February 2022 is 11,600,000 barrels per day. I mean, that's a big... So he has not increased oil production. Oh, we, we already know this. I mean, he campa- he campaigned on shutting down the oil industry. That was what he. That was one of the only things he fucking said before being elected, is that he will end American energy. He's like, we're going to go to renewables. Which, first of all, renewables is a fucking terrible term because nothing yeah. about it is renewable. Like, it requires non-renewable things to make it a renewable energy source. But anyway, uh, that's an aside. But yeah, he has not increased yeah. oil at all. This is like such a lie that they... They spread that like because his first year of oil production is higher than Trump's first year. It's like, yeah, because Trump had to Trump ramped battle it up for back you. from eight years of Obama and Biden right. crushing that industry. Right. Yeah. I don't so know. it's like, yeah, you can see like I can look at the charts. I can see here's uh, here's the Barack years where it goes down and down and down. And then here's the Trump years where it goes up and up. And, up, and then here's when Biden took office and it's going down and down and down. Yeah. And, like. Just show the chart. We don't. You don't even need to comment. If you just show the chart, I know what's happening. I, you know, it seems like the people that tout all these renewable, like, oh, we need to go renewable. We need to go to renewable. I feel like a lot of these people probably don't have any renewable resource type technology. They don't have electric cars. I mean, what's a renew? What What would be a renewable energy source? I guess like solar. Right? No, so, the, the the production of solar panels in, to make true. the solar panel that's itself true. first of all requires an energy source, that's true. which in this case is usually you know. It's China, so usually coal or or some dirty energy source. Right. And then the materials in the solar panels themselves are not renewable. Yeah, it's true. And those, and they don't even like decompose or anything. They end up in fucking landfills, which is worse for the environment. Yeah. So that's worse. And then fucking lithium, too, is a non renewable resource that they use in all the uh, batteries of your like electric cars and shit like that. That again requires some serious mining technology to do. So, dirty process to get it. And then it's a non renewable energy source. It's a non renewable mineral or whatever. Yeah. No, once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. So, what are we doing? These are not normal. If if you want to talk about new energy sources, nuclear should be the only thing coming out of your country. Nuclear, yeah. Nuclear, maybe hydrogen, too. Hydrogen seems like it's. I don't know anything about hydrogen. So like water. There, yeah, like yeah. There's a uh, there's a, a really nuclear cool... nuclear would be much cleaner and an, an abundant resource. That's true. I think people are scared of nuclear because there's been there was you know the Three Mile Island issue and then there was the. Uh, it's because there's a propaganda Ukraine. thing against it. You know that like when you think of like nuclear waste. Yeah. You picture like green sludge pouring into an ocean. Right. That's not it. It's usually like clean water that's slightly warm and that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Um, so, uh, yeah, the whole like green sludge thing <laughs> from a from a from a, a leaky oil, you know, drum. Yeah, you picture like a big like metal drum filled with metal thing with like basically like a metal volcano with green yeah. sludge shooting at the top with a big toxic symbol on it. Well, You're I like, think what the hell is this? If my memory, if my, just mo- seen it. if my knowledge is correct, I'll, the, the, the smoke that's coming out of those smokestacks is actually steam or I think it's steam from like the water cooling in nuclear power plants. Um, I saw something and, and actually now that I think about this, there's a number of things I bookmarked on Netflix and, and whatnot that is about nuclear shit that i want to watch yeah we um, talked about it a couple episodes ago yeah listen to that you gotta listen to all the episodes people you, gotta listen to you all can't the just episodes. jump in now at episode 174 oh my 174, god 175. i don't know what's up there you can't just jump in now at episode 170 something That's you can go true. back to episode one. no don't go back to episode one okay. yeah i know we didn't start talking politics until like probably a year in probably like episode 50 60 something like that yeah we'd have to maybe go back even 100 i don't know but um anyway. anyways <laughs> the, the nuclear the nuclear energy from my understanding too is like you don't need a lot of people to run a power plant you need a couple people. You just need like a, a small staff, you know, um, that you rotate, obviously. But anyways, yeah, I don't mean to. to, to yeah, we watched that. Uh, I don't know if we talked about it last week. We watched that movie. Um, what was it? It's something up, something down. Power up, grid down, uh, or grid, up, grid, grid, down. grid up, da- power down, yeah. grid down, power up. That was that was the something one about, like that. <laughs> that was the one about like our infrastructure. Yeah, about our like uh, yeah like the our electric, energy the infrastructure, grids. and we are 
fucked, bro. Oh yeah, we are not the electrical. Watch that, you'll be scared. Oh yeah, if yeah, I I watch that. You watch that, and you're gonna get yourself a go bag after that. Oh yeah, I mean that's <laughs> you'd be like fuck. That's that's one of those do- that's one of those documentaries where it's like, for free it, too. I, if I can remember the name, what is it? What is it? I think I'll it's, look up the name. Yeah, you, yeah, you go, you go, you go. Uh, it's 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 all about how the power oh. grids and the electrical the electrical grids and the way we get our power are so susceptible to problems and how literally there well there's i don't want to spoil too much of the both, the both physical attacks cyber attacks everything yeah. they go through it all like there's the, been, the website is griddownpowerup.com we heard about it because i think one of tim pool's guests or something said yeah about it, it was talked about it oh, so it, it was it's the for nucle- free the it's nuclear for, guy that was on tim pool the nuclear okay, scientist it doesn't matter who yeah, yeah. but it, it's for free on this website and it's it's, it's, it's dennis less than an quaid hour. is that who dennis was, quaid yes yeah, yes dennis like, quaid narrates it um but yeah it's a free little like a uh, documentary like, on there it's, it's just about an hour yeah it's just and it's fantastic so if you're interested go ahead and watch that and you know if you be afraid if you don't want to start preparing for the very real possibility of us losing power and it never coming back on after watching that, then you have, there's no hope for you. There's no hope for you. You might as well just start packing it up and, and writing your will and your trust to your kids now, because that was eye opening, absolutely eye opening. I mean, Mm -hmm. surveillance footage of people trying to, to, to shoot and blow up power grids and shit like that. Like it is just, it goes into the whole thing. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I it talks about the American one, but I remember being like, "What about like other countries?" And then like two days after we watched it, I saw like an article about I think it was like Sweden or something like that had issued concerns about their like power grid yeah. being vulnerable to attacks because of you know the whole Russia Ukraine thing, right, 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 whatever. So I think other other countries might be in a similar boat, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially we're we're like kind of a, a young country compared to some of these old countries, so oh, yeah. if they haven't updated their shit. Well, what blows you know my what mind mean? too, and and, and like not- can we uh, get them back? You know. Mm. I don't know. Like if they start, you know, fucking with our thing, I guess it, it, it doesn't matter. Well, what's I don't know. crazy is because that the government shit is protected from it, like from um, not EMFs, EMPs, EMPs, and uh, all that kind of stuff. The government satellites, all their systems are protected from it. But like you and me, our shit, mm-mm. no, we're all fucked down She's here. Fried. <laughs> all of us peasants on the ground are screwed. Yeah. You need a uh, a Faraday box or a Faraday bag, cage. whatever, or Faraday cage. Yeah, box, bag, cage, whatever, <laughs> all the same thing. But yeah. yeah, I think there are bags, but um, yeah, um, yeah, but uh, so yeah, so that, that was kind of funny. But um, speaking of the Russia-Ukraine stuff, then oh no, I don't know if go. you saw, but CBS News was given exclusive access to the Army's one hundred one or one oh one oh first. Hundred and first. Hundred and first. Thank you for airborne. Yeah. For some reason, when I was reading, I just couldn't read it. Uh, airborne division as they are deployed to Europe for the first time since the last World War. That's crazy. So we're 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 over there. So, so you know, what's crazy is is that means we are supplying them with air, um, air defense, and uh, and there are ground troops in the airborne too. Well. Their exclusive sneak peek was that they are practicing for the war with Russia just miles from Ukraine's border. So I don't know what practicing for the war exactly means. Um, that means setting up military like <laughs> operating bases and making sure your weapons are done. fucking loaded. That shit is usually yeah, done usually covertly done. years before. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we wouldn't publicly announce you, we're here to set up bases. Like that's usually more of a covert op type of vibe. Mm. This is like a, you know, why are we announced, you know, like this is like we want war. Remember when everyone was like, Trump's going to start World War Three, And yeah. instead he did all these historic peace deals in the right. Middle East. Well, now Biden started World War Three, and, like, and the left Democrats is cheering them on. It doesn't make any sense. Why did these Democrats want war? Uh, when did they? They've <laughs> never wanted war and now they want it. What the fuck? It's sus. For what sure. the fuck? Yeah, I know. Super sus. What's well, not that sus when you consider that all their other platforms are basically we want you dead. <laughs> yeah. So it's not surprising. In fact, I don't know if you, this is kind of a, a side now, but I don't know if you saw that. Was it Stacey Abrams? I think who said something like, "If you're like basically like <laughs> if you're poor, then you should get an abortion." Basically, what? they're now campaigning on if you're poor, just go kill your babies. And oh like, it's that's only God. one step away from if you're poor, just kill yourself. Jesus Christ. Like, that is literally what the Democrats are campaigning on now. Like, oh, you're poor? Don't worry. Just go get an abortion. Like, oh, uh, you're poor? Just go ahead and kill your kids then. Go ahead. 
Oh like God. what the fuck? What what universe are we living in that that is like right. a thing that someone is saying or even suggesting, even thinking? Like what the fuck? Yeah, that's what the fuck. So it's not really that surprising <laughs> that these same Democrats who want to, you know, mutilate your children, think you should kill your babies, also want to send, you know, people off to war to die. Yeah. Is it really that surprising? Mm-hmm. I mean, their whole campaign is basically based around killing you. I don't know why they just don't send the Democrats to go fight this war. Well, that they are going to. Because if you think about it, they've already kicked out anyone who didn't take the vaccine from the, the armed services. So th- that would be the re- like the Republicans, you know what I mean? Like, if yeah, you're a Democrat, yeah, yeah. You, you took that chip, you know? Right. So they are sending the Democrats over. Good. Let them get shot up. And the same, you know, and they, they, like I said, we talked about this, I think, last week or two weeks ago, that they said, if you are, if you were born a male... And right. you need to sign up for the select services. I don't care what you think you are now. Right. <laughs> if you were born a male, you need to sign up for the draft. Oh, my God. So uh, we'll see how that goes. I mean, I don't know. I bet you uh, if they haven't started protesting in the streets for it yet, they will. No, they haven't. I'm surprised. They haven't said anything. Well, they're the ones who are pro-war. So it's like, go fight then. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a, you know, you, you know, wanted we'll, this. we'll stay here. We'll secure our southern border. Finally, we'll get the fentanyl all out. Which, by the way, oh, my God, I saw so many scary stories about like um, they they keep finding fentanyl in candy, like in candy wrappers and candy boxes. They really? keep finding it. And it's dyed colorful, too. It looks like it's fucking like Smarties or something. So please, please, please make sure you check your kids like candy and stuff for Halloween because like fentanyl is one of the deadliest drugs out there and it there's just it keeps pouring over our southern border and no one is stopping it so like please there's been multiple multiple stories yeah, yeah, yeah. of them finding it in candy boxes candy wrappers and obviously that's them trying to hide it to smuggle it in right but who knows that i mean they're obviously the democrats like i said they're trying to kill your kids any way they can they're mutilating right. them and they're telling you to kill your babies so it's really not that surprising that they're also allowing fentanyl to come through the border and end up in candy yeah. in candy boxes that's and wrappers insane and stuff. dude so please make sure you're checking your kids candy um yeah yeah just want to throw that warning out there because i know it's about to be halloween and stuff and I, yeah. i've seen way too many scary stories on twitter about them finding fentanyl and candy oh my god and that's like a very small amount is is extremely deadly. So, is it like? Uh, I think yeah. it's seven grams is deadly. Yeah, and I only know that because I watched a report earlier about George Floyd because you uh-huh. know they're trying to the family's trying to sue Kanye West because he said I he died that. of a drug overdose. He had like sixteen grams of fentanyl in oh the system, God. and seven is a deadly dose. Holy shit! It's something like that. He had like double. What yeah. was the deadly dose? I might have those numbers slightly wrong. It might be like six and I, eighteen or I something. I saw like something that. recently where it said like Kanye West had donated like a couple million dollars to the George Floyd he Fund or something. He paid for the the tuition of I think the daughter or the oh, sister. He oh, paid for oh. someone's tuition from the family, and now they're trying to sue they're him for a bunch him. of millions of dollars because he said that George Floyd died of a drug overdose. What a, he did. Floyd the coroner report showed that he did. Like, what do you mean? Like, right, George- he said, "Here's the coroner report that said he died of a drug overdose. I guess he died of a drug overdose." Why do they need that much money? What do you? They don't at for. all. They don't like uh, the George uh, Floyd family is a bunch of pieces of shit. That's I'll just go ahead and say it. They're I think they're may- I think they're maybe being misled. You think so? I well, I think they they definitely don't want to have his reputation ruined. And Candace Owens just came out with the BLM documentary, which is apparently what this all stemmed from. I, I don't mm-hmm. know if he says that he died of drug overdose in the in the documentary, yeah, or if yeah, he just yeah. says that because he's watched Candace's documentary. I'm not sure, right? Um, because I haven't seen the documentary yet. But it's all about how like BLM was a big lie and what they actually yeah, spent the yeah, money yeah, on yeah. and all and the George Floyd lie and all lies and all that kind of stuff. So um, I think they just don't want the narrative to die. You know, yeah. I think they want. You know, he he, he they. He was kind of touted, George Floyd was kind of touted as like a hero among all these BLM well, protesters for so long out. because of, you know, the whole knee on the neck thing. And it's like, that's been, you know, that we have new camera angles now that show that it wasn't really pressing on his neck that bad. We have the coroner's report that said he actually died of fentanyl overdose. Right. We have him screaming he can't breathe on tape before he's anywhere near the ground. Right. So it's like. The whole uh, thing kind of, yeah, the, the story kind of fell apart. Yeah. And it's yeah. like also like you don't need him to be an icon f- to say that you think there should, you know, be an end to systemic racism, point out the systemic racism. And, and people, I guarantee you, join everyone's going to join, you know, yeah, maybe yeah. there's a couple actual races out there, but the, the, for the most part, everyone else is going to be joining you. Yeah. No, it's, it's really so, sad. I, you know, and, and I, mean, I think, I think there, yeah, you're right. I think the, 
the now that you say it, the Floyd family is being probably misled and used by like the BLM. Yeah, because I think they said they were. I I saw something on Twitter, something about like they said that it was going to be like for defamation, but like they it can't be. Um, like I don't know, some lawyer was like tweeting about it, and he was like, it can't actually be defamation because of like X Y Z or whatever. I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not sure exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that it would be like it wouldn't be like a defamation suit; it'd be for something else, I guess. So I'm I'm not really sure. And then know, again, I, you got like Alex Jones. The families of Sandy Hook are saying they want two, like two point seven trillion from him or something like that. It's like, like he doesn't that what? Two point seven trillion. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like do you think he's the U.S. government? Like, uh, what? Yeah, like no one you? has that kind of money. Yeah. And it's like again, like the I think it was like I wonder if I have it written here. Um, two point seven. Yeah, that's I insane. Last week. I mean, even two point seven. Yeah, two point mm. seven. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, the guy like who actually was the murderer in the Sandy Hook shooting, uh-huh. he paid $1.5 to the victim's families. But they want Alex Jones to pay. I think it was $2 trillion. They already got him for $1 billion, And then there's like a second judgment happening. Or yeah, whatever. Like what is- so the first one was for a billion. And I think they want, They said they won like $2 trillion or something like that. Yeah. It's like, what? The guy who actually killed your kids, you only wanted $1.5 right. from? But right. like... Alex Jones, who said something wrong in an opinion show and then admitted he was wrong and apologized. Right. You want him to never be able to speak again. That's, I mean, that's clearly what it is. It is. They've admitted. They were like, we can't let anyone else like Alex Jones ever exist. Yeah. So it's not just to get Alex Jones. It's to get anyone else who wants to speak their opinion online. If it goes against the media narrative. Right. Mm. They want to just shut down everyone. And he, like, listen, I don't, I don't know what he said because I wasn't like following Alex Jones back then. I, I guess I still don't follow him yeah. now, but you know, so I don't know what he said. So I, I can't comment on whether or not it was bad or not. But my understanding he's, is he's already admitted he was wrong about it and apologized to the families and to, you know, well, what sparked, the audience, what you know? sparked that whole thing, that whole, that whole thing is, is that, that video of that guy laughing before they started, he didn't realize he was being filmed, that father. He's sitting there laughing and smiling, and then all of a sudden, he, the camera, they're like, he does. I guess he realizes that they're videoing him for the interview, and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. he kind of like starts like trying to like force himself to cry. I think mm. it's it's the the videos. It's sure, all. Haven't it's, seen it. I'll show it to you when we're done. But it's. Yeah. I mean, it does look weird. It does look weird that. Okay. The, but yeah. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's suing Alex Jones for two for two point seven trillion dollars. Like, I mean, he doesn't have that. He's again, he's not the U.S. government. Right. <laughs> he doesn't have that kind of money. He doesn't right. even have the billion. He said that he's like, that yeah. I think he said his company's bankrupt or something like that. Right. So I'm I'm not sure. You know, I don't know the man's finances. So who knows? But I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure he doesn't have two trillion. I think he'd be on a lot of more of these like Forbes lists and stuff. You know, right. he'd be up there with right. Bezos and Elon Musk and stuff. Yeah, he, yeah, I know. He'd be, uh, like he'd be, he'd be, he'd be much giant. further on top of them actually if he had two trillion to just give away. Um, but yeah. yeah. So I don't know, uh, but yeah, it's 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 crazy. So well, so yeah, so then they're trying to sue Kanye then for you know speaking his opinion or truth or whatever as well. Do and they kicked him off all the platforms, but that was for some sort of anti-Semitic rant. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know I didn't that, see the tweets. I, I have no idea what that. he said, how bad it was, or how not bad it was. I have no idea because they kicked him off, so the tweets don't exist anymore. And I yeah. also don't follow Kanye, so I wouldn't have seen them anyway. I guess, but do you, you know. think that come we you know come the administration come change faithful? come all you faithful come come the red wave do you think you're going to see a lot of this type of shit change do you think you're going to like the end of the whole cancel culture will kind of dis- well you know it, it is a culture war that's really what we're seeing here um i would like to hope it, i would like it to depends think it, you know i want to yeah like you i i want to hope that it kind of puts an end to the madness yeah and we see some real like return to to a civilized society but it really depends on what the the republicans do if they do take over you know power of the congress Mm -hmm. and then later the presidency if that if that is to happen in 2024 but um like are they actually gonna do anything yeah you know are they gonna roll back some of this bullshit that's been put through are they gonna like right you know because some of them are saying they they will yeah but and others are maybe a little more rhino-ish. Yeah, I was going to say, historically, I <laughs> so, feel like they don't. I feel like they, for the amount of shit that's thrown from the Democrats, the Republicans don't really. 
Yeah, the Democrats they really, really fight push back. the. Uh, they don't. I mean, if you remember, like it, uh, it's kind of everything. Like back when they first started doing the gay marriage thing, it wasn't gay marriage. They said we just want civil unions. We want civil unions so women can marry women and men can marry men. But it's not a marriage. It's just a civil union. We just yeah. want a civil union. And the Republicans are like, okay, you can have a civil union. And then it became, no, we want gay marriage. We want, we want to have marriage. We want to have equal. It's like we can't have gay marriage. You have civil unions. No, no, no. We want gay marriage. We want gay marriage. And now it's gone so far as to we want to chemically castrate your children and if you if you don't listen to us you can go to jail if your boy one day says he's a girl and you don't fucking chemically castrate him then you are going to jail yeah it's like what the fuck right so it's it really is the epitome of give them an inch they'll take a mile yeah so unless we start running back the other direction we're going to see some real problems and i think we need to and i think a lot of uh republicans agree with that now and are hopefully going to push some of that change, especially in our education system where we've seen them go crazy woke and be mm-hmm. like sexualizing children and teaching like kindergartens about kindergartners about like yeah. sexual things. It's like they're, they, they're just, why do they need like, to know this? They don't They're And yeah. it's, they've already like, there's been a lot of psychologists that, that have come forward and said, that's actually really damaging to speak to children that young at that age because their brains, certain parts of their brains haven't developed all the way yet. That's yeah. why the drinking age is supposed to be 21 because your brain isn't fully developed until you're 21 so different parts develop at different times so they've shown like psychologists have said that's actually really psychologically damaging to talk to children about that kind of that stuff right. that young right. that it's going to like have permanently have permanent effects on yeah. them mentally um and so that's really like scary to think about like a whole generation that's like right not to not to be me but like fucked up you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. like you know hopefully oh, yeah. not hopefully but certainly you're gonna see some huge you know maybe mental health stuff down the line and for the party that claims they care about fucking mental health they sure are fucking wrecking all these people out here oh yeah so i think um if we if so to go back to the main question then will it will anything change i think the cultural war will still be ongoing because you'll still have the people who are so far left who you know are fully on board with this like you know Sorry. imaginary gender thing yeah. and if you want to be a cat be a cat type of bullshit right and then uh hopefully with the republicans in power a lot of that will get shut down and you mm. won't see you know a, a man being the number one female swimmer <laughs> like right. it, it doesn't make sense you know yeah. uh and hopefully a lot of that will start to get erased away and we can go back to being a society <laughs> yeah. you know we can have a, a, a fucking an actual nation because our southern border will finally be closed you know yeah we can start to reduce crime that has been running rampant especially in a lot of our major cities and we can start to live in a safe and sane society yeah the world definitely doesn't seem sane or safe by any means it's um, not i mean crime murder all-time high violent crime and murder yeah. And in, in most cities and most Democrats, I mean, most cities are Democratic or Democrats yeah. run, you know? Right. It's, I mean, it's, I don't think it's not, it's, I don't know how you have like a family and live in a place like Baltimore or New York City or LA or like Seattle. Like, any, I don't know. I don't know. I think Seattle is probably better than all those, but like Portland. Chaz and, and Chop. <laughs> That's true. Where yeah. the fucking gang leader was uh, trafficking women <laughs> and passing out guns. I uh I saw something I saw something where a guy in Chaz and Chop like he left his like he had he had a firearm and like some kit which is like a um you know like a uh, plate carrier with ammunition mm-hmm. and stuff like that backpack full of stuff he said somebody stole it and like why would he they, leave that oh that's the thing he was there to actually defend it and he was like they stole it and I never found out what happened with it it just disappeared. Uh, but um yeah i mean it's insane people lost their fucking minds it's it's yeah i don't think it's a safe place i don't think the world's a safe place i don't think it's a safe place at least certain areas of it yeah it's it's complete insanity in america right now and it you know uh, that's why i'm hoping everyone goes out and votes specifically republicans specifically MAGA republicans for those that are on the tickets and we can start to actually take action to return to an actual society where values matter and people aren't fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. Amen. You know, I, I where mean, people aren't fucking killing each other in the streets. Where as funny as it is to see that Wawa video of the woman saying, are you going to make sandwiches or not? 
I would like to not have to see those videos on Twitter every day anymore. You yeah, know, it's ridiculous. I mean, what's going on in inner cities? And again, I still have a lot of questions about that. Like, did everybody just agree to, to go loot this place? Like, I I don't know. Whatever. Is it kind of like like flash mobs? Yeah. Do it they was rehearse? Like, you know, it was, was it sent out to a certain number of people? We're all Is meeting like at the Seven Eleven. I need to hour? join. Or yeah, yeah. I, I I'd like to know. I want to get in on the loot. I'm just kidding. I don't no, but, you join um, just so you could send it to the police. <laughs> but yeah, like how did everybody know to go there and loot that place at the same time? I don't know. Is it but, you know, like a thing? Because it keeps happening. It's not like a one-time thing, you know? Yeah. It's, it it's, happens over it's, and over it's, again. It's, so it it's certainly like, seems organized, that's for sure. Organized crime. Organized crime. It's like crime. a higher thing, right? Slap these fuckers be. with a RICO charge. will never get out of prison. But yeah, mm-hmm. so... Um, that's what they give. RICO charge is what they give all those organized crime guys, and they send them yeah, away for like years. All right. Well, I think that's it for this week. Our thing just stopped recording on us. So uh, if there's a weird cut, my bad. But, uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, you know, technology, you got to love it. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. To another episode of Shintaki Got Me Fired. Episodes every Monday. So make sure you check us out wherever you listen to podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Podbean, any of the podcast platforms. We should be on there. Find us. Click all the buttons. Click like, click follow, click subscribe, rate five stars, leave a comment, leave a review, do all, do it all. Keep Put- sharing. Keep sharing it. And I feel like our, uh, you know, Instagram is, we've been seeing a that lot the of next activity. Thing. If you don't know, you follow more on Instagram at shit got me fired and post fun reels on there. You guys have really been liking those and commenting it's like crazy. crazy. So go ahead and comment. Should we give them something to comment? So we, uh, they know we listen. They listen to the whole pod. Yeah, what, what, I don't listen, know. if you don't want else to comment, just comment. Um, this podcast is the absolute best. There you go. That works. <laughs> and then we'll like all those comments, and we'll know that you are a huge fan, and you actually go and listen to the pod because yeah, we get yeah. a lot of action on IG. People love sharing the clips, but they really do. Got to listen to the full episode. That's where the juice is. You That's know, you're listening to the whole episode. You fucking know. It's got the juice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We're here every Monday, and until next time. You're fired. Get out of here.